Listen to this. Here we oh, go. Here we go. Where are we? Here we go. What are we doing? Top top of the page. Page one. Listen. <gasps> oh. This is written into us by Roger Goodell at NFL Commish. <laughs> <laughs> it's a parody account. It's not the real guy, unfortunately. Uh, this is Kenny Loggins and Stevie Nicks. Whenever I call you friend. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, featured in the first episode of Yacht Rock. This is a good question. It's a really good question. I feel like this is some solid long log line stuff. Bob James produced this album, uh, Night Watch, and you can hear that taxi-esque e-piano in the background. Uh, it's that special, unique Loggins yacht sound with lyrics by maybe Lady of Yacht Melissa Manchester. She wasn't on our show? No, she didn't. We cut her because she's too New York. She's on that cusp, man. We gotta, we gotta Yatsky and Melissa Manchester song sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But this is Pete Loggins' yacht here, arrow-wise. It's 1978 from the Night Watch album. And that, that album also includes Loggins' versions of What a Fool Believes. Uh, it also has a terrible album cover, just a horribly composed photo. Yeah. <laughs> you guys always say that he no. has terrible album covers. He does. They're I wonderful. wrote a whole paragraph about it. It's terrible. But this bad They're wonderful. They're iconic. Where, where Keep the Fires Bad album art is credited to Ken Loggins. This, <laughs> this one is actually uh, a guy guy named Dave Alexander is responsible for this it's, piece of garbage. It's so weird. Kenny's in the foreground of what looks like a mental hospital. Watching at I, night. I wouldn't just call it the foreground. He's in like the lower, lower right hand eight. corner. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> there, there's somebody behind him that's either opening or closing a door. <laughs> and it doesn't look like Kenny Loggins either because his beard is way too yeah. thick. Yeah, yeah, if he's supposed to be night watching, he's only getting the night part right. <laughs> get, get this. Down the hall, through the open window at the end of the hall, is some dude watching Kenny. <laughs> he's only getting the night part right. And... <laughs> You should also check out the single cover because it looks like it was from the same photo shoot, but it clearly wasn't. Because while the set is similar, with a similar idea, it was done on a different day with a different wardrobe, but they were trying to recreate the original. It's very confusing. Oh, okay. God. So See, and you guys say these are bad. What you just described are amazing. They give me something to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, here we are talking about his art 40 years later, so maybe the joke's yeah. on us. Exactly. Um, I think this is a Yacht Rock song. I don't think it's the strongest Yacht Rock song. I don't think that Stevie Nicks does anything to knock it down. It's uh, yeah. disco strings, a little amp, but who cares? I think it's like a, like a 65. Huh. I went 78. Hmm. Wow. 65, we've got a 78. Steve? I'm going 82 on it. Yeah, listen to this guy. Hollywood Steve's going 82. Any thoughts on the song? I mean, it's... it's. I mean, I feel like you pretty much covered every relevant aspect of it. Like uh, the, the album cover? Yeah. <laughs> and Bob James. Yeah. And Melissa Manchester. And E-Piano. It's super, it's super poppy. I mean, yeah. it's got that on a Saturday night. I mean, that's... It's that syncopated Loggins. Loggins? Yeah, you, you can hear the Loggins folk sound in it a little bit, but, you know, it doesn't really... What do we get? Cut it for me. I, well, I'm going to give it a 62. Okay. Um... 
I knocked it a little bit, but uh, we got a 71.75. Yacht Rock, Yachter and Yacht, Volume 17. We're rating songs on the Yachtsky scale today. Uh, we've already said our names. We, you know who we are. Yeah. You yeah, like our, yeah. our, our regular podcast, Beyond Yacht different. Rock? We're the same people. Listen, everything. Yeah, you can't tell our voices apart even when we say who we are. Everything below 50 is a Yacht Rock song. Everything 50 and above is Yacht Rock. What do you got? Oh, oh! he just showed me the Whenever I Call You Friend cover, and it is the same theme. But Loggins has no beard. <laughs> oh, wow. I want to see You bury the lead. <laughs> and he's got a different outfit. That's Loggins? It's still he has no beard. Oh, my God. On, on the regular album cover, he has a huge, thick beard. No hey, beard on this one. Maybe, he gotten itchy. maybe the guy on the cover was watching this Loggins. Ooh. So many layers. Yeah, see, that guy's down there somewhere. Anyways, everybody look it up so you know what the fuck we're talking about let's ram, catch it? let's ram jam this stuff yeah. this, this is written by alex grosby not crosby grosby this is michael jackson it's the falling in love from his 1979 album off the wall uh alex writes we all know michael jackson went yacht with human nature but did q sow some seeds with it's the falling in love on off the wall uh, so this was number four on our Win- Women of Yacht episode, except it was uh, Carol Bayer Sager who uh, wrote the song with David Foster. Um, but what's interesting is that Foster's not credited on this version for whatever reason. Hmm. Um, at least maybe, at least on the version I looked at, maybe there's another version that does have it, and that was just an error. Maybe Michael Jackson was getting busy buying up the rights to all songs. Maybe he did like a keyboard solo on the Carol Bayer Sager version, and then he got a writing credit for that. But he's I, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, she wrote the lyrics. Yeah. And somehow they. I don't know. Well, anyway. I'm sure he got his money somewhere. Yeah. Um, others on this song being Jerry Hay. Hey. Uh, Quincy, Phil and Gaines. Gaines. Steve Porcaro. John Robinson of Rufus, who I think mentioned last week. Name's going to come up. Our first official appearance of Wawa Watson, who I think is like the godfather of all these yacht rock guitarists. Uh, we'll probably look into that later. And of course, Patty Austin uh, with the co vocals. Uh, this is a touch too disco for my t- my taste. It's not as yacht as the as the Sager version, but I think it still makes the boat just barely. I think it makes the boat, and this this is this is like Supreme Court Justice uh, Potter Stewart in 1964. It was like obscenity versus freedom of speech, and he famously said, "I can't define it, but I know it when I see it." in reference to pornography or obscenity. And Michael Jackson's songs are starting to, to hit that for me. Like, I can't... They're pornographic? Well... They're obscene. Yeah. Um, they're yacht. They're yacht, and I can't I can't define it, but I know it when I hear it. Yeah, I mean... And to me, this is this is yacht. You can't deny that this song is smooth as shit. Yeah. It's, and it's just the right kind of smooth. Like, E-Piano twinkles in the background. It's so good. Mellow and smooth. And I think this is actually a very strong yacht rock song. I would actually give this song, like, an 83. Wow. wow. See, I want 75. That disco. See my notes. 75. Stop showing us your notes. Well, I want to... I want the viewers at home to see it. You gave it a 60. What'd you give it? 75. 75. Yeah. Steve? 
I think that it does have a very strong disco beat uh, compared to most yacht rock, but I mean, I feel I feel like the song is pretty clearly yacht rock itself, and, and the production doesn't, you know, it, it's not going to drag it off the boat like a like you know like Jaws dragged uh, the hunter off the boat. Who? With his, with his sharp teeth. Jaws, no, the shark. Don't worry about it. Oh. The shark, Jaws, where yeah. he drags the guy not off you. the boat. Oh, not, not me. Oh, yeah. God. Cool. Yeah. You're still on the boat, Hunter. 68 for now. 68. 68. Okay. Um, so, so, Hunter, you were talking lower. Yeah, lower. I'm talking way lower. I'm giving it a 59. Wow. And we got a 71.25. That's young. Just so you know, that's 0.5 off of... Whenever I call you friend, how do you yeah. feel about that? Yeah, I'm okay. I with feel that. good about that. There you go. Who's, feel, who's this? Yeah, well, this is a total coincidence that we got two Michael Jackson off the wall songs in a row. And this is fucking disco. I I, I disagree. Buddy. I disagree. This is written in by Matthew Edwards. This is Michael Jackson's "Rock with You." Um, Seventy-nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did, did we settle on Yatsko? Yatsko, I think, is where yeah, we, okay. we last. We. I don't think it was uh, confirmed, but that's where we last landed. Okay. I think. Is this the line? Because this is really smooth. It's definitely disco, though. And it's, it's disco, but I feel like it transcends disco. Yeah. Here's what I think. I think it. It avoids a lot of the stale disco cliches. Like, there's not that octave bass bounce. Like, boom, 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 boom. And then there's not, like, disco. No, no, no. It does have the four on the floor for a bit. Disco. Yeah. It's got, it doesn't have disco flute. There's strings, but they're mixed, like, way, way, way back. Uh, and letting the yacht elements of the song shine. And I would dare call this the first great post-disco dance song. Steve, I'm curious of what you have to say on this. I, I feel like... Is this the line of disco to Yatsko? I mean, I, I'm not, I, I don't know. If I don't have. A, I don't have. A, I don't have a catalog of Yatsko songs in my head to compare <laughs> no, this no, to. No, 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 no. I don't. This is a fucking question, Huey. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what Yatsko is. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm trying to figure it out. Here's here's kind of my theory on it. We all know disco sucks. I love it, Steve. I want to oh, hear wait, from you. Wait, no, Dave's making a great point. <laughs> yeah. We all know that disco sucks. No, it you know, doesn't. People, I don't think it does. Totally. I know. I'm, I'm saying that in the the you the know cultural, oh, disco's, yeah. Yeah. Um, disco is great dance music. Yacht kind of transcends that. And I think when disco music starts getting a little smooth, when it gets better than disco, I think that's we're sort of starting to zoom in mm-hmm. on Yatsko. This is a dance song. I don't know if it's a disco song, but Steve. This is smooth. This is Yacht Rock. Smooth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think of this as, as a Yacht Soul song. I'm not sure that it's as yachty as the one we just heard. But I'd put it. I'd put it on. I'd put it on the yacht soul boat. Um, Same boat. Uh, yeah, I know. Probably be the but, first to get this number for a change. But the first, like the first thing I think of when I hear this song is yacht soul as opposed to yacht rock. I, I, yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. So I'm gonna put it a little below the last one. I'm gonna put it. I think at. Uh, 62. 62. Okay. I'm I want to make a I want to make a, a point on on disco mm-hmm. and and yasco if that exists. The problem with disco pop songs is they're often very confident and sexy and sexually confident. 
Yeah, because there's music to fuck to in the 70s. Yeah, no one is hiding behind a beard or walking around like a sad sack <laughs> because their girlfriend dumped their pussy ass. But this is What's his soul? But anyway, continue. Yeah, uh, so it's... I'm just saying, it's not a fool... This is not... It's not a fool genre. This is like, we're... I'm getting laid tonight. I just gotta find the right person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's... Is that Yacht? Go back and listen to the Yacht Soul episode that's every single song. is like It's more confident, but it, can, yeah. it still fits in the Yacht Rock okay. umbrella. I buy it. But you probably gave it a Yacht Rock score? I, I did, actually. I gave it a 51. Yeah. Wow. Um, I agree with Steve. It was a little less than the last one. I want 75 on the last one. I want 73 on this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go 70 on this one. To me, this might be the line. This is the Yatsko line for you? Yeah, like... We have some work to do. Because any more disco... If this song was any more disco, I don't think you could claim this is a Yatsko. We have, we have given way more disco-y songs a higher Yatsky score than 51 than this song, which is barely disco. Barely, listen to 10 disco songs in a row that listen to this song. Slap in the face. Yeah. This is refreshing this and is new for too, 1979. Too good to be disco. But anyway, 51's a good number. It's going to get it the right yacht. 64. We got 64 on this one? That's enough. All right. All right. This is written in by Chris. That's his name, Chris. Oh, hey, thanks, Chris. This is Jody Abacus, I'll Be That Friend, from 2016. Uh, I... I bet you there's not going to be a guitar on this. I'm calling it two two notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's going to be no fucking guitar on here. Um, hopefully I'm wrong. Anyways. What do you think, JD? Um, I can't do my next thing. Oh, uh, well, I think the beat is wrong. The vibe is wrong. I think there's a uh, piano on it, for sure. There's uh, piano, So it yeah. has that going for yeah. it. Uh, but this is not a Yacht Rock song. Uh, I get it, though. It bounces a little, but it's not quite the right bounce. Uh, no one today really has Thundercats magic. Uh, very few do. Uh, I'm going to give this a, a 20. Hmm. I can, I can hear why the question's asked. And honestly, I really like people trying to find modern yacht. I'm into it now. Are you? Yeah. I wasn't into it a few episodes ago. Well, but I'm not I'm into not. the songs, yeah. but I'm into the people asking, and yeah. I love the people are out there trying to find it. It makes a good yacht or yacht. It question. does. And after Thundercat, I know they exist, and yeah. I hunger for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's just too much in the song to take you out of it. Uh, I'll give percentage points for the singing style. Maybe something else that I can't quite put my finger on. But that's that's it. What did I give this? I gave this, uh, what's this one called? I'll, I'll be, be that, that friend. friend. Yeah, I gave it a 25. JD, what'd you give it again? 20. Yeah, that's wow. Guess I'm not the pessimist anymore, am I? Now I'm this one. I've been the pessimist all day. Steve, go for it. I think this is a little this is a little closer than I would have expected for a modern yacht song. I think I'm gonna go a little bit higher on it. I'm still not putting it on the boat, but uh, it, it has a certain indefinable something like like you were trying to get at. I think it's um, there's a guitar. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a 34. 
that's a guitar. Oh, there it is, yep. That's a guitar. Yep. That's a electric guitar. There's a fucking electric guitar on this. Good for you. <laughs> because you totally didn't need to put, I mean, that was barely there. Good jab, Jody. Uh, um, so, uh, let's see. Are you sure that's an electric guitar? There was earlier. Oh. There was. It definitely was there. Yeah. Oh. And that was my that was my original reaction to actually hearing it because I was convinced there was going to be no electric guitar because what the fuck happened to electric guitar? I know you I have made, no idea. What's your number? Uh, well, listen, uh, too much gospel and acrobatics. Yes, gospel. It's a problem. Yeah. This would be uh, this would be like a Loggins live show, and I really prefer, <laughs> prefer the album version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you don't like it when he stretches out. Yeah. So, but I there was a fucking guitar on there. I gotta give him bonus points for that. I'm giving him a 31. 27.5. That's kind of dug the song though. Yeah, I love that song. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, this one's written by Clint Page. This is Style Council's Ever Changing Moods from 1984. Uh, did he? Did he get the name of the song? I on? did. I did at first, but I changed. Oh, okay. So we don't have to browbeat him. Yeah. That was your yeah. fault. Okay. Uh, okay. This isn't. This isn't yacht. Uh, Strong start to the song. Is it? Well, it was. Now we're we're past it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is clearly British new wave, which gleamed the post-punk blues, uh, and might appear in a John Hughes movie or the Vision Quest soundtrack, as yeah. it were. Uh, there was definitely a blue-eyed soul thing happening in the UK at the time, and I'm sure that's the common bond to yacht rock from this to, uh, to yacht rock. Uh, not sure if it's yacht inspired, but uh, nonetheless, it was a it was a popular thing happening in the UK. Yeah, there was uh, the, the style council was a big part of that sophistipop movement there that I is. keep coming back to. Uh, you know, it's it's Paul Weller from the Jam trying to get more into his first love of R&B and soul music, but you know, kind of smoothing it out for the 80s. The guitar solo. Yeah, that's skunk, right? Oh, I no, doubt it. No, the next song has a lot of skunk on it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah this isn't the one. Oh, son um, of a bitch. But that's very, it's a very Yacht Rock little guitar yeah, yeah. flourish there. Um, and I think this is closer than you guys probably think it is. I feel like it's a weird mashup of, like, New Wave and Yacht Rock. But it's, like, way too sped up, like, for the sole reason to make it, like, hard and awkward to dance to. Like, imagine this, dancing this, this song. This is supposed to be more of, like, an up-tempo, like, old-school soul track. Yeah. Yeah. But that, smoothed but out for, the, for modern times. It's too fast for that, even. Was that the, the Brody Index coming out right there? Yeah, I mean, Brody plays this. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, you piece of shit? Here's the number I'm going to give it, though, because it's close. It's got a lot of yacht elements. 42. Hmm. You know how when I say something's yacht as shit, this, this isn't it. Uh, I went 30 on this one. It just It's a little too, like, uh, manic. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's making me really anxious. Hurry up and yeah. give your numbers, Stephen Hunter. Go ahead, Steve. Um, I usually, I, I usually differentiate fairly strongly in my mind between yacht and sophistipop. So I'm going to go a little lower on this. I'm going to give it a 23. 23. Um, I'm going to give it a 39. I think. Do you think there was any influence of that blue, blue-eyed soul that was in the UK in the early 80s from the stuff that was going on that we talk about? 
I'm asking you a question, Steve. Do you think there was any influence to that? From which like, Blue-Eyed like, Soul? Like, like him trying to do an R&B Blue-Eyed Soul thing, and Michael McDonald was already had already been doing it with the Doobies since the I think in the UK it was a little bit more retro-looking, like they were trying to catch up on this, this American music that they missed out on like 24 years uh, ago. So they didn't even know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 39. So overall... I, yeah, I think they were looking a little farther backwards than what was like happening in America at the time is my is my gut sense I'd go with that uh, 33.5 that is Neat Yacht Rock alright this was written by Mitch Ferguson this is the one I thought had a strong start yeah it does this is Sneaker with No More Lonely Days from 1981 uh, Mitch Wright's produced by Skunk Baxter who also played guitar all over the album percussion by Lakind and DaCosta the smooth influence of Steely Dan is undeniable but is it yacht? Dave, you wrote Strong Start. So the yeah. Strong Start from the last song was supposed to be this? Yeah, I'd stopped listening and, you know, was, like, reading my notes. and That's okay. Boy, no, we we talked Dave, an awful come lot be in the moment before. with us. All right, I'm back. I'm okay, back. Good. It is a Strong Start. All right, there it is. Um, I like it. It's got good percussion. It's very smooth. Uh, I think we eventually get there. Boy, but where's I lo- that bounce? There it is. Yeah, yeah I, love, I love the solo. It walks on the the solo is coming up. Walks on the edge of the sea in the ether. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's but it's very smooth. And interesting thing, usually Baxter doesn't hit the mark. But I really think he does here. And in 1981. Uh, and hey, they got their name from Steely Dan's Bad Sneakers for realsies. For realsies. Yes. Uh, and David Foster even appears on the album. So that's good stuff. So I, I can well, give the thing about the thing about Baxter is he could kind of hit the notes. He could he could hit the mark when he wanted to. Like the, there's he could do anything. You remember that video that was going around? That instant banjo video? He's like banjo. How about instant banjo? And he's holding a guitar, makes it sound exactly like a banjo. Mm-hmm. He could play yacht rock. He could do whatever he wanted. I yeah. think it was just. But I will say, Skunk Baxter, not really a yacht rock guitarist. No, more he, of a, he turned more his of a, back on it. More, yeah, yeah, to design weapons for he, the government. Well, that aside, like he was in Steely Dan before Steely Dan was yacht rock, and then he, yeah, he was in the Doobies with Michael McDonald, and then, and then he yeah. left the like he's just not like quite there. But this song is good, I think. Like it's hitting all the yacht rock notes via the Steely Dan line, which we don't really have. If, if you look it. up to what you're saying, if you look up. Jeff Skunk Baxter and trying to like oh here's a name I'm gonna look up what he did to find some some obscure Yacht Rock you're not going to find it you're probably gonna find a little more twangy R&B yeah. a little more countrified R&B but my point is if he wanted to do Yacht Rock he would and I think this is him just like oh this is what you want here yeah and yeah. it sounds a little yachty yeah so um to me this is a little too breathy and ballady to be strong yacht and there's love letter lyrics which of course i don't love it's for sure on the boat but i feel like this is more like a like a 58 to me wow Wow. jd that's the exact same number i've written down in front of me 58 wow you guys are wrong we are really this is super yachty to me i'm gonna flip your numbers around and give it an 85 nice steve i get it i get it wild card yeah well I bet Hunter's probably high on this one, too. Uh, I am. I gave it a... I'm giving this one a 72. Yeah. Interesting. 
I, I don't. Hey, listen to that. Smooth. It's got, it's got that gentle little bounce. Yeah. It's too breathy for me. It's it is breathy. Too, and it's about it's lovey. I mean, Steve is the one to give it really high. One yeah. it feels around 72. It's going gonna, it's gonna to wind up. Yeah, but you right know why he's singing No More Lonely Days? Is because he's had a shit ton of lonely days. And he's a fool. There's going to be a lot of lonely days. Uh, yeah, fools are very lonely. They're very lonely people. Uh, 68.25. That's Yacht Rock. All right, this is written by Shane Capuchin. 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 Cap- I don't know how to pronounce it. There's no pronunciation guide. Like a monkey Capuchin. or a monkey. This is Brother Love Summertime. Clearly he has the brain of a simian. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck yeah. you, Shane. Uh, staccato <laughs> piano doesn't get Uncle Cracker on the boat. Uh, who exactly is this? Nickel Train? Yeah, this is like some softy Kid Rock, like Kid Rock for your mom. Like Shane's either got a special tube attached to his asshole that deposits shit directly into his ears, or he's trolling us. Either way, let's score this quick and move on. Ten. It's ten. Tiny, slight hollow notes vibe, just just in the intro. Way closer to five seconds of summer, I would assume, had I ever listened to that garbage band. And when the corn scream comes in, I want to sit back with the knowledge that I'm not a fucking twat like Shane. <laughs> I give it a four. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we haven't insulted our audience in a really long time. Like, hit them hard. Mm-hmm. So Shane's taking the brunt. Patreon donator Shane. <laughs> It's fuck you. <laughs> Seriously though, Shane, thank you for uh, subscribing. We do appreciate it. And listening. It's uh, it's uh, patronage like yours that keeps us going. You piece of shit, Steve. Quick number. Let's get out of this. I don't understand why this would be yacht. I'm gonna give it a three. I'm giving it a six. What do we got? We got a five point seven five. Wow. Stop saying wow after every number. <laughs> you say wow. <laughs> wow. Well, no, I'm, I'm excited because I'm, I'm close to the media. Who did the bumpers? <laughs> um, All right. Oh, what did you? One. I'm sorry. Uh, I actually, I, I was in my excitement to write the numbers quickly Uh-oh. because we wanted to get out of there. I accidentally erased your last sneaker one. It was 58, right? Same as Dave. Yeah, we both yeah. had 58. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That's what I remembered. All right. I'm sorry, uh, audience. I okay. Bad. Uh, this is written in by Carl Levine. Oh. At Stuff Carl says, this is Joe Jackson stepping out from 82. Such an important one to ask about. Yeah, it really is. Uh, And he wrote, the awful SXM18, yes, put Joe Jackson stepping out on their rotation when it was the Yacht Rock channel, and I've seen it pop up on a couple of the Yacht Rock-themed playlists. It's it's decidedly nyan, but I like to put it out on the Yasky scale. No notable personnel, heavy cog rhythm, 55 drum loop. Oh, you're smart, Carl. Prophet 5 synth bass, so smart. Um, yeah, first of all, the Sirius Station is absolute trash. Uh, they call themselves Yacht Rock with no sense of shame. Uh, they're doing horrible damage to the beauty that should be Yacht Rock. It's like if I started a station called Prince Radio, and I played three Prince songs an hour and filled out the rest with big band music. We should yacht or yacht an hour of Sirius Radio. Oh, oh, oh I, that's I, great. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate your... Your enthusiasm, your, but your passion, your passion, your passion yeah. for hating the Sirius XM Yacht Rock channel will never have us back to do anything. Um, I, I'm glad it's out there. At least they get some stuff right, and we're, there's we're, a venue where no. people can hear this music. No, we're somewhere. now only really defining it. I'm not, with you, JD. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that term has been out there for a decade before we clarified it. It's been 12 fucking years. I don't care. Yeah, but, but, so but we're only now defining it. We're like, we're going. We're only now explaining what we meant in the series. Oh, look at these guys who came up with this term. Let's just figure it out for ourselves and just call it what they call it. Fuck that. Here's a song by the Eagles. Fuck that. Anyway, continue. It can Jackson. be improved. Joe Jackson, don't, stepping up. Don't burn a bridge. We're the we ones who can improve it. I know, and you're you're saying yes, you're nobody's burning gonna that let bridge. us. I'm so fuck them if they listen to me going. You're getting it wrong, and they you know go, what, boy, that guy's, that guy's a piece of garbage. We don't want him helping us. You know why You know why we're in tune <laughs> on this? Because you are more punk rock than you know. I am! Okay, so Joe Jackson stepping up. That was out. the most punk rock thing I've ever heard. I am! <laughs> <laughs> I am, that's I what, said! That's what yeah. they all sound like. Yeah. Okay. Neil Diamond and Popeye, they had it right. <laughs> uh, Joe Jackson stepping up. Let's get it. Alright. Alright, definite exploitation here. Maybe. No. And I no, say no, this no. because I when I was a kid, I thought this was Hollow Okay. Because you're an idiot kid. So my date lines as a kid. <laughs> and one of the first records I bought was Rock and Soul Part 1. There never was a sequel. Awesome. <laughs> uh, oh, here's that Brit-Eyed Soul I mentioned earlier. Uh, if there was a song I wished was on the boat, it'd be a tie between this and I in the Sky. I love this song. Every time I heard it's it on, a great song. on the Sirius XM, I was like... Jackson's fantastic. I was like... I can't get mad about this. I love this I song. I love this song. It's not a Yacht Rock song. It's not. Um, yeah. Anthrax did a cover of uh, Got the Time. Great song. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the thing is, I think this ultimately... You were not impressed with that fun fact, J.D. No. Okay, continue, Hunter. I think this ultimately sunk the yacht. This is so yeah. smooth, but so new wave and modern. I think it changed what slicksters who might have kept the fire would do with their music to be cool and hip. Mm -hmm. They're like, I'm going to be smooth, but I need to be this kind of smooth. Because this is what the kids love. Like, it's simple piano, a soulful voice, and machines. No more jazz, no more guitar, no more beards. Uh, so to give this, I'm giving it... I, because I like it so much... Whoa, what the fuck happened there? Whoa. Oh, that's how this song starts. Oh, okay. We're in the crew? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay I'm going to give this a 40... 41. Yeah. I'll give it a 41. Yeah, like... It's too driving to be yacht rock, uh, but it's not crazy to think it might be on the boat. Right, right. It's a good. Uh, it's a good suggestion. It is crazy to be declarative that it's a yacht rock song by doing dumb shit like putting it on a station called Yacht Rock. Yeah. Fuck those guys. But you listen. If you listen to an hour of pure yacht rock and you throw this song on, it's a slap in your face. Um, but it's close. <laughs> 41. Uh, I think, 41. Wow. We, we're all we're all in cahoots in this. Yeah. I, I think this was a time when uh, Joe Jackson had a choice to make. Can I make this Yacht Rock or can I put chimes in it? <laughs> <laughs> the song's better with chimes. <laughs> and that keeps it off the boat. I gave it a 40. I couldn't just, couldn't just all give it a 41. What? No, I, I fucking pre-wrote it. Change it. I'm just kidding. Steve, now give your number that's way away from 40. I just want to say this about Joe Jackson first, because because this song comes up so often, not just on the Sirius station, but like other other playlists I've seen. This always gets grouped in with Yacht Rock. I've never understood why. I can kind of hear it a little bit, but like number one, Joe Jackson is a new wave guy. He is such a new wave guy. Absolutely. Everything he did before this was very, very strong, just pure pop, new wave, like angry young man kind of punk punk attitude but like pure pop music um 
And this album, Night and Day, is where he, it's like he, it's like Joe Jackson discovers New York. He was Elvis Costello's <laughs> rival, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was always a little more straightforward lyrically than Elvis Costello, but he was very much in that same, like him, uh, Elvis Costello, Squeeze, XTC, that like, and he, and that he, kind of really, geeky young pop And he's stuff. really separating himself from Elvis Costello so, with the sound. So if Elvis We're Costello not. styled himself after Buddy Holly, then Joe Jackson must have been on airplane. Well, if you look at him, he kind of looks like a... This <laughs> is rival. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't the even grounds. process that metaphor right now. Um, yeah, uh, Yatsky number. Cessna. Cessna would have played better. Yatsky number, please. And he looked like a like a young bald Elton John. But my point, my point, I wanted that I was getting at is this is this is a New York album. It's a New York style. Like he's inspired by Cole Porter, and it's like he called the album "Night and Day" after a Cole Porter. I think it was a Cole Porter song. But it's Dave, not. There's nothing coastal about this. Was. There you go. Uh, there's nothing coastal about this. There's nothing. It's it's what it is is yeah. sophisticated. It's sophisticated pop music. It's not yacht rock. It's not sophisticated even. Uh, on the Yatsky scale, I'm going to give it a 20. You don't think it had a little bit of a Steely Dan influence? I think we should start working now coastal into our definitions of things That's and put one. it on a Peter Allen scale. Uh, 35.75. It is. Actually, I lied. It was thirty-five point five. Either way, same thing. All right, let's let's land this baby. Uh, this is written in by Michael Grasso. I believe he's at Museum Michael on on Twitter. Uh, this is Rick Springfield. Don't talk to strangers from nineteen eighty-two. It's a good one. Now, Michael Grasso. He's a smart guy. He's a real intellectual. Yeah. What's so, his nickname? Michael. Museum Michael. Ass oh. two. Cash. Ass. Ass Gas or ass. I don't know if that's aired yet. It has. Okay. No, it hasn't. <laughs> um, so he's a, he's a real intellectual. So, of course, he's going to throw us for a loop on a fucking Rick Springfield song. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this one's tough, especially because when listen I Listen to this part. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. This was tough for me because when I first looked it up, I Never looked up heard it Dio's Don't Talk to Strangers. They're completely different song. Yeah, different song. It rocks, and it is neat. Uh, but this song, compare it to the last song from 82, compared to Stepping Out. Stepping Out so cold and calculated in its production, and this song has a warmth to it. There's electric piano, it's mellow, but it's it's got a confident rock groove. Confident rock groove, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I, this was overboard for me until that chorus. Mm, yeah. yeah. Wow! Chorus, yeah. yeah. That's, now you should be saying wow to that, Dave. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that wow. chorus is what, that's a seven letter word for what Steve says when he ejaculates. That's right. Bonanza. The chorus is in the crossfire. Christopher Cross That's what inspired. I say. Uh, crossfire chorus. Christopher Cross inspired it. Dave, you should know by now I'm more of a growler than an exclaimer. That was you? Yeah. A hunter? I, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of the... the uh, it reminds me... This kind of reminds me of that... Um, uh, shit. What was that? Uh, no. Franca and the and the knockouts. It reminds me of that that New York like that they, they had that same song when they did their sort of yacht rocky stuff. So this has a similar sound to that. Um, uh, 
Uh, man, uh, so on background, uh, we have Rick, Richard Page, which you can totally fucking hear. Uh, Dennis Belfield on bass, Jim, who's a Jim Photo Glow guy. Yeah. Uh, Mike Baird on drums, who we've been mentioning a few times. Uh, and actually, those two guys were on a rhythm section on a couple of Yacht Rock albums. It's a tough, tough call for me. Um, you gotta listen to that whole song. I like that they committed to the chorus towards the end. They repeated the chorus a few times. Um, yeah, like I said before, like there's a little crossfire, a little hold the line. Yeah, it sounds, it, it reminds me a lot of All Right by Christopher yeah, Cross. Yeah. It's very, I'm just hearing the similarities now. Um, you gotta listen to like, the whole thing a few times. It's a pretty straightforward rock song though, and that hurts it on the Yatsky scale. Absolutely. But the elements are surprisingly there. Um, and I also want to add that Rick Springfield's first two albums, Working Class Dog and Success Hasn't Spoiled Me Yet, are both perfect pop Oh, yeah, albums. absolutely. They are so good. Give them a listen today if you never have. Uh, you'll want to throw a party. They're very well-crafted pop rock songs. Yeah. Like he, he, the bridges he writes are amazing. Yeah, nobody so, writes bridges like Rick Springfield yeah. anymore. Yeah, he's just a handsome guy on, no, on soap opera. Yeah, and it's remarkable. His song, he was one of my first favorites. Yeah, he's I great. Love Rick Springfield. I give this song a 61 on the Yatsky scale. Yeah. I think it's a yacht rock song. I gave it a 57. <laughs> I. Did you give a number, Steve? No, not yet. I don't know what I'm going to give this. I do think that this might have that sort of Yacht York sound, because I think I think uh, Robbie Dupree has this song in his, uh, what I think is his Street Corner Heroes, which is his, his real Yacht Rocky album, but it definitely has a New York sound to it. This stuff has a, has a quote song, of the sound of the streets, like like a singer has a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. he's and really judging, taking it to the streets on judging this Judging by one. Rick Springfield's album covers, I think he knew Spuds Mackenzie. Tight with him. Yeah. Dave, what'd you give this a hoot? Um, I gave it a 57. 57. All right, I bought some time. Steve, what are you giving? I, I've i never heard this as a Yacht Rock song until just now, tonight. Michael right? fucking Grasso, but, man. Yeah, I, I, I think it's... I think it's on the boat. By gum, I'm going to put it on the boat. I'm going <laughs> to give it a 56. Six. I like, I like that. I like that. I'm giving it a 53. Um, yeah, not much to say about it. It's a great... That, of course, is great. Yeah. Nails the, what I think is probably that Yacht York song. Uh, anyways, uh, 56.75. Perfect. Good job, Michael Grasso. That's Yacht. Send your Yacht and Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock. Read it faster. Follow JD at and JD Rizner. Don't, don't be a dick about it. Steve's Just got it. Steve's on. got it. Follow JD at JD Rizner. Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve H. Follow Dave at David underscore B underscore Lions. Follow Hunter at Hunter Stare, S-T-A-I-R. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to YachtRock.com for a very useful experience. Oh, also follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Theme and Mowers by Rob Crow and Ocean City Defender. Thanks to the whole Feral Audio crew, Kristen, Dustin, Jason, and Noah. Thank you to Dustin Marshall for recording this episode. Check out other Feral Audio podcasts at feralaudio.com. That was great. Yeah. Nice job. do that more often. Yeah.
Why don't you pass off the yeah, credits? Yeah, you can take, yeah, take a absolutely. load off. Yeah. Take a load off, Annie. Yeah. I'm always so mush mouth at the end of episodes anyway. Yeah, it's nice to have awesome. a fresher mouth. Let me help you with that load. A, a mouth load? Take a load yeah. for free. Put that load right on me. <laughs> we should have harmonized. <laughs> the ragged harmonies of the